The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Episode of Retro Pop, your home for bi-weekly pop culture talk right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and today, uh, as always, I don't know why I'm saying today like it's, you know, like a random occurrence, but the show usually doesn't happen without the two of us. Uh, Mr. Johnny Townsend. Johnny, hello. Matt, Matt, I don't know about you, but whoa, 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 whoa. That's right. Skeletor is here. Oh my god. Skeletor's here? Yes. And I'm here to tell you I'm ready for a vacation. (laughs) My name's Shaq. I'm always ready for a vacation. Wow. This is a star-studded episode already, Matt. We got two giant guests. Oh, three guests. There's John Madden. No, it's Ray Romano and John Madden at the same time. (laughs) Boom! It's Ray Madden. Wow. <laughs> yes, what a star-studded episode. Today we are talking about one of my favorite theme parks um, that I've been to. Definitely, uh, out of all the millions of theme parks I've been to, it is definitely in the top two, and it comes in at number two. Um, well, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of a split. one. I, I don't know. I don't know, because everyone's like, yeah, we're going down to Universal, but it's technically like two different theme parks. Like People don't get to say, hey, I'm going down to animal kingdom they say hey i'm yeah. going to disney world which usually encompasses all the different theme parks so right, yeah disney world's like what four theme parks technically four together. theme parks a bunch of other stuff water parks yada yada yeah. yada so um so yeah today talking about universal studios my second favorite theme park um i miss it dearly and i'm very very excited to have the opportunity to talk about it as i said last time uh, my Disney World episode that I selected to do was a complete abortion. So I'm looking to redeem myself here today with discussions of Universal Studios. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's head into our personal history with Universal Studios. Now you can go beyond the realm of any movie into the future of live entertainment, where every adventure you've seen on the screen happens to you. This is no ordinary theme park. It's a real working motion picture and television studio. And you're the star. Come to the only place on Earth where everything that happens in the movies happens to you. The only place where you can join Doc Brown on a rocket ride into a new dimension of thrills and excitement as you go back to the future. Live the movies at Universal Studios Florida. No one makes believe like we do. All right, so uh, Universal Studios, I've always, you know, kind of viewed as Disney's little brother or little sister, depending on how you look at 
um, the theme parks. It is 2023. I do not judge. And um, yeah, it's, I first went to it in 2000 and I was blown away uh, just by how immersive it was. I'm pretty sure it was 2000. It was the second time I went to Disney. I think the third year we went, we did Islands of Adventure and Universal. Good times, good times. Um, I was, it, it was more my speed, basically. Uh, what I mean by that is like Disney is 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 great. You know, I I love it. It's the 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 massive. You know how massive it is. The the aura that that is around it. I love Disney for that reason. But Universal had a lot of stuff, a lot more stuff, characters and 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 such that I was interested in and invested in movies and and stuff. It, and I was just, it was just, it was pretty overwhelming. Uh, I'll never forget the first trip. My mom set us up for failure the first day. She's like, yeah, let's wear your Disney shirts. Let's wear your Disney shirts universal. Yeah, that went well. Getting punked out by the cat in the hat. I love it. <laughs> Getting punked out and made fun of by the cat in the hat. As soon as you walk into Universal Studios, he's pointing at your shirt going, <laughs> going, what is this? Well, he didn't say, what is this? Because he's not supposed to talk, but the cat in the hat's really like. And I was like, oh, it's, it's Disney. Mom, they're competing. You can't do that. Thanks, mom. Um, That's what makes it evil. <laughs> very evil. <laughs> so Your mother's a genius. <laughs> so quickly, we were taken to the closest uh, gift shop, and we were given uh, Universal Studio shirts to cover up uh, the embarrassment that we were suffering. Not that we were embarrassed that we were Disney, but man, Universal really loves to harass people who don't have their stuff on. <laughs> it, it really reminds me of there's this very famous story. That we've told before on Retro Bliss, my video game podcast I do with my buddy Trevor. But when we were growing up, because me and him grew up together, we would always go to this church camp. Keep in mind, we grew up in a Mennonite church. So the church camp we went to was also a Mennonite church camp. And uh, this is, I want to say we were like middle school age to almost high school. You know, like eighth grade-ish is, I'm thinking. And so we're just now discovering that we have our own taste in music and trevor decides because me and him were uh, we would kind of influence each other on our music you know like i'd discover ben and say hey you gotta listen to this and he would do the same and we both had really just discovered a little band called corn with a k <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and trevor wore his corn shirt one of these things the, is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, and it was, I had a blast that day. I thought it was hilarious, but <laughs> but uh, to say he didn't get a lot of stares and stuff would be an understatement. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he did. That is that is incredible. And I hope there's a photograph of that day, too. Oh, man, there's got to be. There's got to be. Uh, yeah, I'll never forget. I was very, like, rides scared me. I was very, like, I was a coward just when it came to rides and I kept telling my dad, like, no, I don't want to, I, I don't want to ride the Jaws ride. So uh, naturally, we went to the Jaws ride. I'm like, oh, wow, we're in line and standing and we get on the yeah. boat and this isn't so bad. It's not so bad. I thought I was like, oh, it's just a normal boat ride. We're going through. Three minutes into the ride, I'm sitting right next to Jaws popping up. I scream like a bitch like as loud as i could my dad was laughing they got it all on camera too ah! i just i was 
mortified, <laughs> absolutely mortified. I was, I was nine, almost nine. I was eight. And, yeah. uh, yeah, not a great experience, but I love the ride now, uh, retrospectively. But um, but it was really cool because I grew up watching a lot of those movies like Jaws, like King Kong, um, you know, with the Dr. Seuss stuff. And eventually, you know, again, the, the in Islands of Adventure, uh, the superheroes, Marvel superheroes uh, and and Harry Potter and Jurassic Park. Like, this is cool stuff right here. This is stuff I want to be um really want to be involved in and it is my favorite thing to go there i haven't been in, again i haven't been in so long um last time we went was tw- i went was 2015 and that's eight years ago and i've been itching to go back for a while um hopefully i can someday soon i know that it, a lot has changed since then but um but i've had nothing but really good memories it's just it's a it's a just a fun alternative to disney a lot of people view it as a as a little bit more adult uh, friendly, like more all ages, but but obviously you know a little yeah, lots adult. of prostitution. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Tons, yeah. tons. Good, cool restaurants. There's an NBA restaurant there. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. How about you, Johnny? I've never. I've been to Disney, but I haven't been there. I'm, man. I have a history of. Well, here's my history. I hate heights. First of all, I do not like heights. Okay. They are not my friend. I'm not. Well, it's more so falling from them than I'm afraid of. Don't care for having that experience whatsoever. So I've never, ever cared for roller coasters ever. They're not my thing. I have tons of people who love them and power to you. They look really cool. Don't get me wrong. I think it's like, man, they look really fascinating. I just don't want to actually be on it physically. So that's just how I feel. But I have always, always wanted to ride the Jaws ride, and I've always, always wanted to experience the ET one. Those are the two that have always stood out to me. I think they're ET's kind of famous. Time. I yeah. think they're kind of famous now, just in theme park lore as I th- major rides, right? I yeah, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, ET might be the last one standing. I, I don't know if they still have the Jaws ride. They do, I, I was, they do, they, they do, still do they Jaws. Do. Yeah, okay, because there's a couple other the the like the vintage ones that they got rid of, but um, ET was really cool. I have a great memory of that. Um, not really. Yeah, they but. still do ET. They still do because the only reason I even know this is I was just doing some light research for this episode, and they still do. Um, you know that, but you're right because I think like they're they're replacing some. Like I don't know if they do the Terminator show anymore. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Did they, they used to have like a Shrek? really big? Oh man, that's that's terrible. They used to have like a really big, um, like Waterworld show. I don't know if they still do that. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've I have seen tons of video of of people who go to those go to that theme park, that one and the one in California. And it looks like it's just a, a great time because there's a lot to do, even for somebody who doesn't like roller coasters. Correct. <laughs> like, yeah. Universal is is a lot. They do a lot of the three three D shows, like the yeah. moving around, like they out oh, Back to the Future. Uh, that's something that they gotten rid of, of course. But uh, Back to the Future was like was really really cool. Um, you know, obviously it uh, it kind of outgrew in relevancy, um, and they replaced it with, I believe there's this, they, they, they replaced that whole area with the Simpsons ride, which is obviously a lot more culturally relevant now, but, um, but yeah, there is a lot to do there. I, which, which I, which I, I think people of all ages can enjoy so much yeah. stuff to, to look at. 
Uh, the Simpsons area is very, very cool, by the way. Yes, yes. I'm very jealous of that, too, because I do love Simpsons, and that would be really sweet to just to – don't they have, like, a Moe's even? like the Yeah. The, I think you can actually get a Duff beer. Yep, they got they have the works. They have they sell the the Simpsons donuts. Uh, I yeah. they used to have the the uh, Apu's uh, convenience store. I don't know if that's still. It might still be up, but Apu might not be around. But yeah, um, but yeah, they just just like no no expense spared. Pun intended for you know Jurassic Park, but they really uh, they go all out, and it's just it you really feel immersed in the movies that they're yeah. they're trying and movies are, are products that they're trying to um that, that they're they're going by so um yeah it's a it's a wonderful little theme park do you have anything to add no i think i think that's about it i don't have as much experience as i would like with it because i've never actually been there but i've seen tons of video and obviously i just i just think a couple of those rides i already mentioned are just so so much a part of just pop culture in general that everybody's at least uh, familiar with the, what those rides are. Right. Even if you've never been on it. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of good ones, a lot that have been discontinued. Uh, but yeah, it is, it's, it's got a nice rich history. It's a very young history too, um, which we're going to get into now. So let's head on over to the history of universal studios. Spirits soar, hearts race, and imaginations run wild. Nobody puts fun into action. Nobody turns vacations into adventures. Nobody brings the motion pictures to life. Nobody like Universal Studios Florida, where the world rides the movies. Excitement has just begun. Get ready for the next generation of theme park. Coming in 1999, Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. Explore uncharted territory. Discover unlimited thrills. Live the adventure as never before. For information on vacation packages, call 888-322-5525 or your travel professional. Universal Studios Escape, the Orlando vacation destination for the 21st century. I keep saying Universal Studios like we're talking about the actual uh, (laughs) studio. Yeah, the theme park, everybody, the theme theme park. Yes, to be uh, precise. Yes, we were talking about the theme park, more specifically the Florida theme park, because obviously that's one I've been to. But obviously, uh, we're going to mention Hollywood uh, here first. So Universal Studios Hollywood was actually the the OG, the original uh, kind of theme park. But it was just really it, it wasn't like it wasn't a theme park. It was more so like a back lot, like tour where they they give you a little it'd be a studio tour it started off in uh it opened up in uh like 1912 as a movie studio and they give little little tours 1915 it was an uh it was a it was a big time studio lot but they would give little tours and eventually you know it would open up to uh some things but but its original intention was simply uh just like studio tours, nothing, nothing crazy, not like a big old theme park, um, but it would become that. Uh, yeah, it's it's this comes at the time when 
uh, movies are starting to hit their stride and people are getting really interested in them. Yes. And so the fact that they they realize that, hey, we can make even more money by doing these tours because people want to know how this stuff is done. And that's kind of the genesis of the theme parks is that. And to this day, they still do that. Yes. Yeah, they do a little bit. It's not as uh, prominent as it once was because I it, it, well, I was it's actually a full it. it's more of a full spectacle now of um, there's one that you can take because I watched uh, a YouTube video of it. There's one that you can take that it does behind the scenes. And actually, sometimes you can actually catch some filming of some, of some things, but they have a lot of stuff that's set up for you to see. I think it's they can, I think you actually get to see Jaws during that. And I think that during that, you also they do the um oh god what's his name from the from that one movie Norman something from the movie where he stabs you I can't remember it's the movie I'm blanking on it people are gonna be screaming with Wait. the hotel with the Bates Hotel oh uh Psycho is that what it is Hitchcock. yeah Hitchcock stuff yeah, yeah anyway like that's there like he'll he'll come out it's pretty fun like he'll come out uh, or an actor playing him will come out and he's put something in the trunk of his car that could be a person and he sees the the tour bus or van, or whatever that thing is, and he kind of starts leering towards everybody as it takes off. It's just a really good. It's, it's like a really fun time. Yeah, they 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 did a, they did a really good job. They again they 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 wanted you to feel like you're a part of the experience, whether it be the the rides eventually or or the um, the filming of stuff. And uh, and yeah, it was really cool. Nick obviously Nickelodeon used to film there. We'll get into that. But um, so in 1982, Universal actually wanted to. Uh, we'll call it mooching, but they want they they claim compete, but uh, I'm gonna say mooch <laughs> the Orlando uh, area and try and try and go off of Disney, right? Uh, Disney a bit built up a very strong following in Orlando, and I guess Disney was prominent, but they didn't really hit. I wouldn't say they hit their peak in the in the 1980s. I don't I don't I wouldn't say they they were what they are. They were not remotely close to what they are now. So I guess yeah, I could say compete. Um, with that, and, and a lot of other places did, SeaWorld, Legoland, uh, there's a couple other places that really, uh, you know, took off. They, they, they use the uh, pro wrestling term here, but the Disney rub, so to speak, uh, and being in the same vicinity as them to try and, uh, and, and get some people. But they considered it. Uh, they wanted to do it, and uh, they wanted to retain the, the backlot tour theme. And um, just to be different from Disney World, but um, yeah, a couple couple deals didn't work out, and uh, and yeah, so it, it took some time. Uh, actually, it's ironic enough that a gentleman who was this Disney CN, uh, CEO at one point, Michael Eisner, um, he was with Paramount, and he was in on the talks. It, Paramount was a company that Universal was trying to partner with to create a theme park. And uh, basically Universal ended up accusing him because Eisner ended up opening up MGM Studios, which featured Star Tours and and, and so much more. But, um, but yeah, so they got really, you know, it, 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 the, the ball eventually got rolling. And, uh, and of course, plans went into action to start. Let's, all right, let's go all in. Let's make it a theme park we're going to compete with disney now because of this and um and the nice thing about it was they obviously they were going to embrace their movie properties they were uh they were going to embrace their movie properties and what they did very very well 
was that they worked hand in hand with a lot of the directors. All right. A lot of the people with, you know, hands on Steven Spielberg played a massive part in the, uh, in the building up of, of universal studios. Cause he had a lot of properties again, ET and uh, jaws. And obviously some other, some other things. Um, let's see. Yeah. They just close collaboration with the directors and they even got some of the actors to reprise their roles for certain things. Uh, eventually, like Will Smith would contribute to Men in Black. R- Will Smith and Rip Torn. Um, Brendan Fraser and Arnold Voslow, who played uh, they, who played the mummy in The Mummy. They were a big part of the, the Revenge of the Mummy ride. They, used, they, they fil- got filmed themselves. Um, they filmed s- skits for it. And... Um, yeah, it was just it was really hands on. I mean, what what more could you want, right? With if you're developing a, a, an attraction to honor something, than to have the people who created it uh, give feedback and give advice and adore and endorse it, essentially, right? Just just give their blessing. Okay, let's. What do you need me to do to make this thing as close to the experience as it possibly can? So, um, but yeah, Spiel, Spielberg was a massive massive influence on all that. Um. Of course, the original design, uh, they did still want working production studio and uh, and they did a lot of movies, television series, commercials, music videos uh, and various other forms of media uh, were recorded on site. Nickelodeon was actually one of the biggest pairings that they had uh, growing up. I, I, I'm sure, Johnny, you recall this growing up. Slime Time Live uh, was a massive, massive thing. People used to go to Universal and hope to get on slime time live so they could be shown on like a commercial or shown in like uh well they usually air, like show the skits in commercial but um just hoping to get a chance on tv and it was like it was the one of the just one of the things to do right um yeah it was pretty big especially for 90s kids like i was is it's the era of if you watched any of their kids game shows all of them would almost always say Hey, come to a live studio taping in Universal Studios, Florida. Like they would all do that. Double Dare, you know, Guts, all those would would say stuff like that. And as a kid, you would always have this dream of going to a live taping and getting picked to play in one of the games or something like that. Yeah, that was the big dream. But yeah, the live shows were such a cool concept. And I guess the Nickel, you can really look at the Nickelodeon um, thing is that's how we hook the kids in. Right. It, obviously, like Jaws and King Kong and Back to the Future and all this stuff. Really, really cool attractions. You know, all ages stuff, I guess, in a sense. But man, Nickelodeon. Now, mm. now you're getting the kids who want to go down there. That pairing was so important. You know, everything with it. There's just so much stuff. Right. I mean, the, the connection with SpongeBob and uh, Fairly Odd Parents and uh, some of those early ones like Rocco's Modern Life and uh you know, so much more. They found ways to incorporate all these characters to it. And I think they ended up building it. They had a Nickelodeon hotel, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they had a lot of Nick. I mean, Nickelodeon was, I, I don't, I mean, obviously it's still around, but in the nineties, I can't stress how huge Nickelodeon was. No, yeah, up, but- up through SpongeBob, uh, like starting with, you know, Doug and, and Ren and Stimpy and them I and mean, going all the way up to SpongeBob. It was a machine. It's you know it certainly was. Um, we did do a Nickelodeon we, I think episode. We did do a Nickelodeon. Yeah, yes. so go back in, in our archives and check that out if you're interested. 
but yeah, Universal Studios and Nickelodeon were a major part. Did did Universal Studios? Because I can't remember which it was either them or Disney. One of them actually had. Uh, I want to say it was WCW doing actual wrestling there. I, uh, I believe it was Disney's MGM Studios because Hulk Hogan has his hand imprint right in front of the old great movie ride. <laughs> it's really cool. He, he stuck it right in the concrete when they when they announced him, um, when they welcomed him there. So, uh, But Universal ended up having a connection with uh, TNA. Uh, Impact okay, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. They host, they hosted it. I'm not sure where exactly that they hosted it, but um, I always found that really cool uh, and wanted to check out a show, but it never just just never worked out. Um, but yeah, so they 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 kind of they, they used a little bit of their their previous idea with the backlot tour and, and studio stuff, and of course the theme park. But eventually, again, it became primarily theme park, and they did they added. Uh, they added a lot. Uh, they've added a lot over the years. Um, we're going to jump over to the other park now, though. In 1999, uh, Universal wanted to expand things a little bit. And um, they actually, it was a Universal, they had planned a uh, a shopping mall, um, but they canceled it. They wanted to do it uh, like kind of next door, not in the same area as uh, Universal Studios, but um, what they ended up doing was drawing up the plans for Islands of Adventure. And uh, and that ended up opening up on uh, March 27th, 1999. It was a soft opening, but this was where they were going to usher in the new era of movies. And to my knowledge, none of the major islands have like gone like not like a serious renovation, but they never like got it like an overhaul. Um, if that makes sense, like none of them, like they haven't like shut down an island and then change it to something else, which is actually really significant uh, for the amount of time. And, and Islands of Adventure is something I've, again, always been very connected to because this is where they have Marvel Superhero Island and and Jurassic Park. And even the Toon, uh, Toon Lagoon is really, really fun. One of my favorite rides of all time. This is something I love to do an Eat Sleep List episode on if I haven't done it already. Um, Dudley do Rights Ripsaw Falls is really, really fun. Uh, but they added that. And this is the honoring the, the, the comic strip, you know, era of cartoon characters, the classic era of, of cartoons. Skull Island, which is kind of like a, like a, a King Kong island. It looks like, oh, that's newer, actually. I, so they added an island. That's, that's crazy. That came out in 2016. Um, Jurassic Park, which was one of the, the hot openers. Uh, Harry Potter was one of the another recently added one. And that's one's massive. People live for the Harry Potter one that added so much traffic. Uh, they got the Lost Continent, which is like uh, like myths and legends and, 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 and various stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. Seuss Landing is a lot of fun. My dad got yelled at there one year because he kept he, my parents love to film everything, even including on the rides. And this this we're in the middle of the ride and some voice over the thing goes, yeah, no filming no, or no filming the ride. And then my dad's like, oh, is that about me? So he pulls out the camera again, sir, please put the camera away. <laughs> I don't know if everybody could have heard it, but yeah, then my family's embarrassing sometimes. Um <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's a genius. <laughs> what a God against the rules. 
what a heel. And I was like, why? Why not? Uh, they, man, they have rules. Come on. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's uh, it's it's massive. It has a huge, a, a very very big following, and um, yeah, they've enjoyed uh, a lot of attention. Obviously, the Island of Adventure, you know, expansion helped grow out what they can what they can do. But uh, you know, there's always plans to keep it fresh. They're constantly cycling in and out rides. Um, I don't know if you have any in the did you knows, but uh, but there are a ton and ton a ton of unused attractions uh, currently. So um, we'll cycle out attractions, not to specific not areas, but um, yeah. And they're always doing stuff every year. Like right now, it's the Jurassic Park's a big deal because it's like the 30th year anniversary. So they're doing yes. some stuff for that. And they always have a big uh, Halloween nights thing too during October, where like they have like uh, all kinds of wild stuff for that. So they're 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 constantly just doing stuff and keeping it fresh and interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess you kind of have to in the theme park world, because um, once those lines start dying down, uh, that's not a good thing. <laughs> that's not a good thing. Yeah, like I'm like, did you have any of the retired attractions in your DigiNose by chance? I don't want to cut into. We're, no, we're doing something a little different for the DigiNose. So okay. go ahead and feel free to right. go ahead and I, some of those. I did want to run, yeah, run through some of the, the, the major ones. Oh, no, that's, that's so much sad. Uh, Confrontation, which was one of the OG ones. I never got to ride that one, but basically there was a giant King Kong and it like picked up like this tram thing. And, yeah. appar- and apparently his breath smelled like bananas when he got close to it. <laughs> Fun thing. Cool. Um, Back to the Future, uh, the fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera, uh, Jimmy Neutron's Nick ta- uh, Nicktoon Blast. Uh, oh, Jaws is retired. And they still, maybe they still do it as part of the uh, tour in, Flor- uh, in California. That's they what I've cl- seen. They closed it. Oh, the California, maybe Universal Studios, Florida, they closed in 2012. That must they, be what it is. They, they still do it, it in California. Potter. Okay. In California, if you go on that tour I was talking about, they actually go by um, that area where they have the, you see the shark fin and he comes up by the boat. Yes. It comes up and then there's like a gas pumps catch on fire, all kinds of wild stuff. Wow. Look at these stats. There's so much stats. I'm like overwhelmed right now. I want to read all <laughs> the stats because I haven't had a good stats, mad stats section in a very long time. Wow. Yeah. So Jaws ride is, is gone. Um, Twister. Oh, that was a cool one. Twister was, uh, was, was a neat one. Uh, yeah. T2, you know what an F5, you know what an F5 is like, <laughs> it's, the, it's the finger of God. It, it is <laughs> great movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. I remember really liking it quite a bit. Um, T2 3d. I remember that being a mouthful, um, uh, which was a Terminator 3d show. And they had a dude that looked like the Terminator. It was crazy. Shrek 4D, that's gone. That was that was a good time. Uh, Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster. Um, and, uh, yeah, so many more. So they many. They used to also do, and you can find uh, videos of it on YouTube, this terrifying live action play on the, uh, with characters from the show from the cartoon Doug. But it was people playing. These oh, characters. I remember that. I think I went to go see that one time. It is astonishing. <laughs> highly, recommend, <laughs> highly recommend people check it out. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Uh, so many memories looking through all this stuff. So many Pork chop his dog will give you nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I think my parent, my per again, I, I, I don't know if I had this conversation with you or somebody else, but um but yeah, it was it was very uncomfortable. We're like if it's something I like, my parents will look at me and make fun of me if it doesn't turn out well. Like uh <laughs> Like when I when I bought the man. WWE original CD back in 03 and I convinced my dad <laughs> to play it in the van on the way home from Best Buy, which was about 25 minutes away. And my dad's like, if this sucks, I'm turning it off. And after the first song, he turned it off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was the first uh, interest you remember? Oh, shoot. This is 2003. I'm trying to think of who it would have been. It's on <laughs> Apple Music. So let's see. <laughs> WWE. <just> so <laughs> Curious what your dad had to listen to the first time I said nope. <laughs> oh, you know what? I apologize. It was the uh we made it to song seven. I got my stuff out of it. There was a Where's the Bear segment, then there was a Dudley Boys song, which is actually kind of cool, a Tristratus song, a Ray Mysterio song, the Can You Dig It song was pretty cool, and then we he heard the Kurt Angle I don't suck song, and he's like, That's it, that's enough. <laughs> I've had enough of this shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's my childhood. All right, I can't, I can't say anything. I, you're talking to you're looking at the guy who paid money for the John Cena rap album. So I have I have I, no shame myself. I asked for that for my birthday, and guess I, I guess how many times it was played in my family vehicle? Um, tons, I bet. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was not. You are unfortunately mistaken. It was it was not. Um yeah, yeah, no. Uh so we're gonna go over to the <laughs> we're gonna go over to the uh Matt stats portion of this episode now. Uh so let's let's do that. Islands of Adventure, the most amazing theme park ever created. Now thrilling families at Universal Orlando. Step inside the whimsical world of Dr. Seuss. Explore the real-life Jurassic Park. Ride with Spider-Man in the world's most spectacular 3D adventure. Come visit the all-new Islands of Adventure, one of two must-see theme parks at Universal Orlando. Two parks, two days, one great vacation. All right, everybody. As I said, uh, an over-overabundance of statistics here for me to go through. I will obviously not go through the ball, no matter how excited I am. But um, that is, uh, there's a lot to do. So uh, I didn't mention this, but Universal Studios Florida, the original park, opened up June 7th, 1990, 33 years old. Um, the park is, and it costs $630 million dollars. Uh, to build roughly, which I did. I pulled out the handy dandy uh, U.S. inflation calculator. Thank you for that. And it reset itself. Okay. It was about $4 billion, uh, which is what I've seen. So from 1990 to 2023, uh, about it's equated about $4 billion in today's money, uh, which sounds about, I don't know. Um. Let's see here. The next stat, I have attendance. Ooh. Ah. Attendance. That's always a fun thing to look through. Um, see, obviously, uh, various trends. So the, the attendance record, or it goes back to 2008. 
Um, and it's really cool. The Universal Studios one has worldwide rankings, and it's only been in the top 10 twice in that span. But um, but yeah, its best year was 2019, which was 10,920, uh, sorry, 10,9 million, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and it's worst year on record. Of course, I don't have anything pre-2008, um, but it's time span between 08 and 2021. Uh, was unsurprisingly the COVID year of 2020. And it actually, uh, it pulled in four, 4 million visitors that year. And it ended up, obviously, again, low standards across the board, but uh, it finished sixth in park attendance that year. So uh, it actually closed. It has the dates here. It closed for a few, uh, three months, March 16th to June 4th. So it still pulled in people, but obviously not the same amount of people, Uh and let's see, it's been closed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times over its duration uh, due to various hurricanes. Uh, September 11th uh, was the big one. Uh, it's obviously uh, an important one, but that's that's the Universal Studios Florida attendance stuff. Now, Universal Studios Islands of Adventure, it just has a ten, uh, the strict attendance here also going back to 2008. Its best year was 2019 as well. 10.3 million uh, visitors it had that year. Its worst year, of course, uh, also in 2020. It also had a very. It, I'm actually surprised that some of these numbers here are, li- are as low as they are. I'm not like 2009 is like actually pretty close to 2020, but four million still like that's cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, I have some other stats pulled up here. Just uh, draw them up. I have some uh, uh, average wait times, which is always a fun one to go through some of the rides. The uh, the ride with the longest average wait time is Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, which has a wait time of about 95 minutes on average. Uh, that's That's the other thing that I do not like about theme parks is I cannot stand waiting in a line i just can't take it i hate it everything about it and if i know if i'm in a i've if i know the line's going to take longer than an hour i'm I'm out dog (laughs) yeah we sit we've done two hours of four it's just like it's so tough because you go to these things and you're obviously going to ride rides and do things yeah you have a very short window of time you have a day usually and you could spend two hours waiting in line for a 30 sec like if you really think about it, like a 30 second to one minute attraction yeah it's it's insane but like the fast passes are always nice they do like a lot of the, the parks now do scheduling ahead of time uh which is always convenient but um but yeah the wait time that's about the average and obviously this varies by you know by by season uh jurassic world velocicoaster is the second his second most with an average wait time of 53 minutes Skull Island Reign of Kong, 41 minutes. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, 37 minutes. The Incredible Hulk Coaster actually does, still does really well for being as uh, I love this one too. Um, about, was it 11 years ago? I went with, uh, with an ex-girlfriend and her grandparents. They did not like riding rides. So all I did the entire vacation, the entire vacation 
was going the single rider line. So I was just going over and over and over again. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. Uh, just go with people who don't want to ride rides and you can go on all the rides you want as many times as you want. Um, flight of the hippogriff 31 minutes and there's so many more uh let's see the next one next little statistic that i have oh uh park tickets so park ticket was 30 dollars with taxes tax fees whatever when the park opened in 1990 it varies now of course uh, again depending on uh the season that you go but i have the prices Right here in front of me somewhere. Uh, adults range between $110 to $117 per day. And um, yeah, and kids is, a, is like five a whole five bucks cheaper. So that's always cool. Um, got some other stats too. Not quite done yet. It's really cool. There's websites that give like live uh, like wait time. Like they'll they'll tell you all the the wait times like constantly they're constantly following it. Uh, Universal Studios, this is Universal Studios Hollywood, a little bit different, but um, Universal Studios Hollywood has uh, employs about thirty thousand employees. Uh, the, it's about a fifty four forty six uh, split uh, between male and female. Um, and let's see, had some other ones here. Uh, the average uh, employee at Universal Studios Hollywood makes about $28,000 a year. Um, all right. I had some others. It's queue times. Okay. Yeah, there's some other, like, stats. I guess they're kind of similar stats, too. Um, just more... Uh, you know, attractions, specific attraction costs. Like I, when I was just peeking at the Jaws ride, even though it's not available anymore, I've seen it cost like $45 million to build. Um, Universal in 2019 pulled about $5.9 billion for all of their parks, which is uh, pretty astounding. It's a little dated, but uh, pretty astounding. Um. Uh, current attractions as of 2022, uh, Universal Studios, regular Universal Studios Florida is uh, 14 rides and attractions. Islands of Adventure is 19 rides and attractions. And the oldest ride still going today is E.T. Adventure. So um, so there it is. So there's Matt's stats in a, uh, in a little nutshell. And uh, let's head on over to Johnny's Did You Know? At Universal. We make movies and then bring them to life. We created a T-Rex and then we made him real. We invented a time machine. Then traveled back in time. The Grinch stole Christmas. Then we brought it back. We discovered a mummy. took you into his tomb. Visit Universal theme parks around the world. And experience the
the thrill. Ride the movie. Live the adventure. There's no other place on Earth that takes you into the movies like Universal. If it happens on the big screen, it comes to life at Universal. Universal Entertainment. Universal Excitement. To book your Universal theme park vacation in Hollywood or Orlando, call toll-free 1-888-328-4364. Okay, for the did you know this week, Matt, we're going to play a game. Or should I say, uh, making you play a game. Uh, we all know that Universal Studios of Florida and California are based around movies and shows. So we're going to play a little game where I'm going to give you some information. And you're going to tell me what the movie that it's, that it's talking about. Okay, I like this. All right, now the only clue I will ever give you is all these are movies that have been or are still are represented at Universal Studios theme parks. Okay. All right, are you ready for your first one? Let's do it. All right, the first one, um, it has an, uh, I'm trying to decide what information I want to give you. It's IMDb score is a 7.6 out of 10. I'll give you that. 7.6 out of 10? Correct. Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. No. It, um, I'm trying to find out what year this came out. Yeah, I thought I had it right here. Oh, oh good gosh. 2000 and. Oh, 2010 is at the very top, right where I wasn't looking. 2010. This 2010. Came out. Okay. Um, I'm going to, the last clues you're going to get is I want to give you some of the cast, some of the people who are, uh, who are in this movie. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, Danny McBride is in this movie. Uh, I'm going to give you Miranda Cosgrove is in this movie. Uh, I'm going to give you. Here's the big one. This one's going to help you a lot. Steve Carell is in this movie. Despicable Me. Correct. Correct. Yes. You That's that. what I was waiting on. I was like, I think it came out in 2010. <laughs> all right, so you're you're doing good. You got one. All, all right, right. We're on, we're on to the next one. Very good. All right, this movie came out in 1997. It has an IMDb score of 7.3 out of 10. And some of the cast include... Uh, I don't want to give you the big ones because that'll give it away. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is in this movie. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio, I always say his name wrong, but the dude is amazing, but he's in this movie. Rip Torn is also in this movie. Men in Black. Correct. Yes. Yes. Rip Torn was a giveaway, but I forgot. I didn't even realize. It took me a very long time to re- realize that Vincent D'Onofrio was the main alien, that farmer dude. Uh, he is so good. Jesus, man. Like, how? Doesn't even look like him. No, he's it, so it was, freaking good. It's like when Colin Farrell dressed, you know, did the penguin, you know, shtick. Like yeah. it didn't look like it was amazing. So yeah. yeah. I mean, what a great he's one of my favorite actors too. I, uh my opinion, the best villain that Marvel's had. But uh Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, then your next movie. 
This one came out in 1982, Matt. 1982. Uh, its IMDb score is 7.9 out of 10. And the actors in this include uh, D. Wallace was in this movie. Peter uh, Coyote was in this movie. Henry Thomas was in this movie. And here's the one that will help you the most. Drew Barrymore was in this movie. Ah, E.T. There you go. Correct. There you go. I was going to throw a shot in the dark and say Jaws. (laughs) You got three more left. Three more. Let's see if you get all these. You're doing good. You're doing good. This movie came out in the year of our Lord, 1999. (laughs) It has an IMDb score of a 7.1 out of 10. By the way, just for the record, if you're anything over a 7 on IMDb, usually that means you're pretty good. Yeah. That's like from everybody, people included, just putting their reviews of it in. All right. It's, uh, I told you the year, I told you the IMDb score. And the cast includes... I'm going to give you, I hit a button. Give me a second. I'm, you daggum, daggum phone. Work with me here. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give you, um, Kevin J. O'Connor is in this movie. Jonathan Hyde is in this movie. Arnold Vosloo is in this movie. John Hanna is in this movie. Rachel Ways, I always say her last name wrong. I can't be why I think it's Wise. Weiss, Rachel yeah, Wise. And then there's the big one. This one will give it away. I feel for you. A certain Brendan Fraser is in this movie. The Mummy. There you go. There you go. You're doing good. You're doing good. All right. Then we get a little tougher here. These last two I think are pretty tough. Okay. All right. This movie came out in 2007. Its IMDb score is a seven out of ten. And the cast of this film include John Voigt, John Tortoro, Anthony Anderson, Tyrese. There you go. Nice. You got that before you even got to the top two. It was Anthony uh, Anderson that gave it away. Uh, <laughs> Anthony nice. Anderson, because he hasn't done anything. Really, I mean, no offense, but he hasn't done anything. I don't think big. he's done very many movies at the very least. No, no. Scary. He was a big, scary movie guy. And I'm like, Universal doesn't have that. Um, <laughs> they don't do scary movie. Yeah. But very good. Very good. Thank you. All right. Here's the last one to see if you can go out and get them all right. I believe in you. I think you can do this. So I did save what I feel is the toughest one for last. All right, this movie also came out in the year 2007. And it got a 7.3 out of 10 on the IMDb scale. And the cast of this include Albert Brooks, Tress McNeil, Pamela Hayden, Hank uh, Azaria, Harry Shearer, Here's the one that might help you a little bit. Dan Castellaneta. That's oh, that's that, the one you're getting. That helps. That helps. That helps. <laughs> that's all you're getting. What movie is this? Hank Azaria. Oh, this is just, so this. What year? I apologize. 2007. 2007 as well. Is it the Simpsons movie? It is the Simpsons okay. movie. Very I was well very done. Con- Thank you. I was. I was like, Mystery Man. 
<laughs> no, no, he was in that though. Yeah, he call. was. That's a great. I love that movie yeah. so it much. It is an underrated movie. Also, the Simpsons movie still holds up in my opinion. Still very funny. It's very good. First yeah. time I seen a cartoon penis. That's that's how New America was doing just fine. Uh, but thank you for that's your way to go, Matt. Uh, you got them all right. You win the big prize, which is of course uh, a self expense paid trip. Uh, to Universal Studios, as long as you can pay for everything and you know, take care of the travel and all that by yourself. That's your uh, congratulations. Oh, and my wife left. I think my wife left the room. I would go by myself if I have to. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, congratulations to you for that great prize, and I'm sure everybody would love to have. Uh, <laughs> but that's uh, Johnny's. Did you know? Let's talk about where Universal Studios stands in pop culture today. Coming this spring, you can truly be part of Harry Potter's world. Where magic becomes real and excitement awaits at every turn. Explore the wizarding world of Harry Potter. A world of magical new adventures only at Universal Orlando Resort. Where you can be courageous, be outrageous, be extraordinary. All right, so Universal Studios is one of the biggest theme parks in the world. One of the biggest. Obviously, we read some of the numbers, 10 million people coming in a year. Um, well, technically, about 20 million with you know with some help. Uh, they've done a good job of staying cultur- culturally relevant, constantly uh, f- substituting rides and and such attractions for stuff that is newer, the stuff that is more hip uh, to the younger crowd. People, people want to come see. Um, the thing I worry about with theme parks, and I know it's never, ever, ever going to be a detriment to the theme parks, because so they'll find a way, is that a lot of theme parks have been pricing themselves out of, you know, pricing families out of, of an experience which is never a good thing, which is never a good thing. People, you know, I like I know how hard my parents work to kind of put together our family vacations, uh, staging, stashing money away. We get our tax return, you know, they get their big tax return and they would put a lot of it, if not all of it towards vacation, we get our tax return and boom, spring vacation. We're out there. Um, it's tough. It's tough. And travel is really, really difficult right now. Uh, but I, it's always going to have a place, you know, we're seeing, I think the effects of, you know, a financial strain uh, on theme parks, right? The Disney's galactic star cruiser uh, hotel just shut down after maybe a year because they priced families out, right? It's $6,000 for a weekend, literally just a weekend for a family of four is disgusting. Um, but simply put, Universal will find a way. It sounds like they're a cheaper alternative to Disney, reading some of those ticket prices, because there's not as much, you know, you don't feel, if you go to Disney World, you feel almost obligated to go to all the parks. Not that you have to, but you feel almost obligated to hit yeah, everything to, up. You're paying so much money, you want to, at the very least, to get some return on that, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, Universal, I feel like, is maybe more affordable. I don't have Disney's prices right in front of me, but 
from everything I heard about my parents last trip there and spring of last year. Uh, yeah, it sounds like universal might be a little bit safer of an option and still, I mean, just as fun. It's, it's just as fun. Um, so I think it's got a, I think it's got a bright future. Theme parks are, they're always going to draw attention, something really catastrophic, especially something for that as big as universal or Disney, but universal today, the subject, um, something catastrophic would have to happen for it to shut down, but it survived the COVID year. It's got to be okay for a while. Um, and I think, you know, yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be okay. What about you, Johnny? Yeah, I just quickly, because I was just curious what Disney's prices were. And just to give an example, this is uh, as of January 30th of this year. Uh, one day ticket, I'm just looking at one day tickets, is uh, anywhere from 116 to $200, depending on how many of the things. Because don't they charge by theme park, I think? Because technically there are four parks. Yes, it's by theme yeah. park. Um, yeah. And like I said, there's four main theme parks. There's two beaches yeah. there's a couple other spots and that's not even including hotels when you're down there um which obviously is included in the universal experience but um shit yeah and now with the, the fast adds passes up. it adds up with the fast pass experience you have to pay for your fast passes in advance from what i understand so that adds yeah. another toll even more eating parking uh, parking is not fun um depending on how you go about it it can add up very, very quickly. Um, I can tell you just from experience of I've been to Disney once and just the traffic and getting in and out of there uh, was a nightmare. Hated every minute of it. <laughs> we we were fortunate. We usually did the resorts. Um, yeah. Obviously, Universal was different. We didn't stay at the resort there. We'd stay at Disney's resort and then physically drive our cars to Universal or to SeaWorld. And that was not great, but um, but yeah, traffic is it, it can be a nightmare down in Orlando. It certainly yeah. can be. I've yeah, driven around there before, yeah. and I do not enjoy. Yeah, I did not care for it. Uh, I've been fortunate to be in uh, to have been to plenty of different states, and I to this day I still say that's the most annoying traffic I've ever been in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Close to New York City, but um. Actually, very, might be a little very selfish drivers uh, was my experience too. Yeah, it's those big uh, city yeah. folk, man. I guess, I guess I'm I'm from the little old country here, as you can tell from my voice. And uh, if somebody wants over, most of the time, I'm like, yeah, we'll just let you come on over because uh, <laughs> that could be us next time. Well, you know, let me merge, so I'm going to let you merge. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I'm with you. I think that if the pandemic didn't end. These theme parks and specifically, obviously, Universal, and they seem to be going back strong and coming back around. I think they're going to be just fine for a while. As long as movies are a big deal and TV shows are a big deal and entertainment's a big deal, they're they're still going to be good. I'm with you also that the only concern would be pricing people out, especially as we're dealing with inflation and stuff nowadays currently in our uh, current climate of things just getting more and more expensive and the cost of living becoming so much and all that blah, blah, blah stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> but when it comes to just an experience, uh, you know, Universal Studios is just behind Disney, I think, when it comes to, when you say theme park, I think everybody thinks Disney first. But second, I do feel a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, Universal Studios. And they'll think of those iconic rides that Universal Studios uh, used to have and still has some of those. So 
and they're still changing things today. I was, again, I watch a lot of, I follow a lot of YouTube travel uh, videos, channels, and they'll go to, or when they're in Orlando, Florida, they'll check out all the theme parks. And they were just in the Carpetbagger. Check them out. He's one of my favorite YouTube channels. And he was just in Universal Studios and was he was checking out the really sweet uh, 30th anniversary Jurassic Park stuff that they were doing. Yeah. Uh, but they are also in the middle of, like you said, changing some stuff up. So they took some, I don't remember what the ride was, but like they're putting a Despicable Me stuff in. In its place, Minions yeah. World or something like that's taking. Yeah, there's a really neat Minions Minions ride there um, that they do, and uh, I mean that's Minions are like they're so uh, they're very popular right now. Even yeah. despite you know Despicable Me not being the biggest cartoon movie anymore, uh, they're still culturally relevant, and kids today yeah. love them. And didn't they just open up uh, Nintendo World there, Super Nintendo World? Yes, yes, yeah. they did. Um, I, I don't know why that wasn't in what I was reading off, but you are right. And that was a massive deal. I think that opened up last year sometime and it got a lot of attention. Yeah, that's huge. It's that's, Oh God, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. That's, that's humongous. I mean, the literally the Mario movie just surpassed and is officially like the number two all time animated movie when it comes to earnings. So yes, behind frozen two. And yeah. this was a very unique park too, um, where very interactive. I don't know. Yes. If you, very interactive. And yes. Yeah. Oh man. I want to go see this so bad. Son of a yeah, gun. You, you, you literally uh, get to pick which like your Mario character and you get to hit blocks and get quote unquote coins and stuff from them. It's really if you love Mario, or you're, it's just looks like it's a lot of fun. And there's a Mario Kart ride, I think. Uh, so and uh, and I believe that the there's a restaurant in there. It's obviously Mario themed. That has some really cool stuff. It just looks really awesome. But uh, yeah, I mean they're they're doing a good job. I mean adding Mario to that when Mario is such a big thing, and Nintendo is such a major brand, a recognized brand all across the world. I think they're going to be just fine for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. I'm glad. I'm glad you remember that. Now I feel, uh, I feel goofy that I didn't didn't pick up on that. But, uh, but there it is, everybody. Uh, much much better flowing than that Disney episode. Uh, please don't listen to that one in the archives. In fact, I might just go and burn it. Um, <laughs> I might give it. A we'll do a center. revisit. We'll watch it and we'll give you commentary over it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't. What the? I think I was out of work. I got out of work that it was not good. No bueno. Um, Johnny gets choice in two weeks when we reconvene. Johnny, what do you want to do for our vacations theme for June? Well, I figured we we went to the to Florida this time in California. So let's go to the opposite. Let's go to my preferred area when it comes to vacations, and maybe it's just because I I technically growing up here but let's go to the great smoky mountains and we're going to visit that's like the whole area we're talking about you know the area between north carolina and tennessee and this this is a lot of fun places here like dollywood and yes uh, yes gatlinburg and all those types of places so uh stay tuned for that in a couple weeks we're going to the great smoky mountains gatlinburg specifically i am i'm elated uh as someone who just came back from the smoky mountain area um oh man i hope we talk about smoky mountain wrestling <laughs> oh man no, that's all i want to do 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything with the whole history of the Smoky Mountains we're talking about. No, yeah. it is a great vacation spot. Um, so much to do, a very wide range of stuff to do there. And 